a creative person knows how to take some ingredients that no one took before and put them together and create it and did something that sort of like that sort of work well together and things I feel like you want to achieve as a car designer. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in to Nodes of Design. To help support our mission spread knowledge, we have a very special guest on our today's episode. Let's welcome Sydney Hardy, who is an automotive designer presently working at Audi and previously he had worked with brands like General Motors, Porsche, Peugeot and various other brands. In this episode, Sydney had shared great insights on transportation design. We have discussed on how Sydney's journey has shaped working with various top automobile brands around the world and what are the top skills that has helped him differentiate from other transportation designers. We also spoke on where does Sydney find his inspiration for new design projects and how much does the culture around him influences his design. In the end, we spoke on how pandemic had shaped the transportation industry and what are the new design considerations that automobile industries are going through. Hope you guys enjoy this episode and on every Friday, we release new episodes with different creative leaders from around the world to help you better understand different concepts related to design. So don't forget to tune in into Notes of Design every Friday. With that being said, happy designing everyone. Hi, Sydney. Welcome to Nodes of Design. It's a pleasure hosting you today on our show. Hi. Um, nice to meet you. So, Sydney, how's your day going? Pretty good. Pretty good. It's a uh, Sunday morning right now. Um, pretty pretty tough week, but uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it's good. It's great to get you on the phone and uh, and talking to, with you. And I uh, can't wait to share some uh, some of the experience I got. Thank you so much, Sydney. So what is your journey into design and how did you start? What are your tips to the beginners out there? So I'm I'm French, uh, nationality, I'm, I'm French. So I started like, um, so out of college, I started with a design school that's called Strat. Uh, it's a design school in, in France, like uh, close to Paris. Very, very great, great design school. Um, started there and um, and then I, I tried to get like a, a lot of internship as well. Uh, while I was at school, I feel like that's pretty important for like a transportation designer to be able to like get the, this like professional experience very early on. So yeah, I mean, if I, so that's how I started. Basically, I did I did some internship at like uh, Porsche in Germany, um, interned at uh, Peugeot in, uh, in France on uh, uh, General Motors as well in the US. So really a lot of internship and trying to gather like a lot of experience, even when you're a student, because internship is basically being able to get into the company, get a lot of like professional experience from that. Not only what you get at school, but also what you get um, uh, from a professional world. And I think that's pretty important. And uh, um, I mean, to me, if I had some few tips I would have to give to like, um, uh, to like young designers that starts is, um, uh, try to get this internship, especially the first one in a car manufacturer, like as early as you can, because these are usually the hardest to get. Like when you have no experience and you have to like find like a um, an internship, it's really hard because people doesn't want to let you. You know, um, they don't want they want you like they they want people that already have one internship. So the first one was the hardest to get. And so yes, I, um, I remember the the first internship I did at Peugeot, for example. I was they didn't want me to be there to come intern because they had no budget for it, and I had to say like I would do it for free because I this kind of thing you you need to have in your on your portfolio, and you want to have the thing on your portfolio and. And on your resume to be able to say that you work for this brand. And so, yeah, so don't hesitate to like really get the, as much opportunity as you can when you're a student to, uh, to start like that. And, um, and yeah, I mean, uh, another thing that I remember at school is just keep progressing. It's, it's always tough because you never really, you're always evolving and you always feel like the level you show to people or when you, when you have this, 
what we call a portfolio. Um, portfolio is where you show your piece of like work, your projects. Um, and um, it's always like, it doesn't really show your level because you're constantly progressing and all the project when you finish it, when you start the new one is going to be better than the previous one, et cetera, et cetera. So your portfolio will never really show. And I remember I was super frustrated because I was, I was getting good and then my portfolio wasn't showing that. So I had to work on even more project, build a better portfolio. And then, and then it's the same. It's always the same that happens. And, and it tends to happen a little less when you, when you get professional because you, you don't progress as much as when you're a student. But I remember that being a big frustration. Uh, back there, I would say as well, keep, keep progressing, keep sketching. I feel like sketching a lot is, is something pretty big, uh, get your brain working, but get your, get your, get your, um, your skills, uh, your sketch, sketch skills. Mostly. I think it's pretty important for a designer to be able to come take a piece of paper and, uh, and just be able to sketch an idea or like show an idea to someone or explain, be like, okay, I don't want this to be like this and just be able to like scribble on a piece of paper somehow. So yeah, I would say like sketching, it's pretty important. And, um, Keep, keep sketching. I feel like that those three things would be already very big uh, pillar for success uh, as, a, as a student in automotive design. Thank you so much, Sydney. If you could give a brief about yourself to our audience out there. Yeah, I'm sure. So, um, so I'm a car designer. I consider myself more like advanced automotive designer because I've worked a lot for like advanced design studio, which are like studio that are like satellite to, uh, to the main, um, to the, the main, um, uh, manufacturer, car manufacturer, I would say. And so they'll specialize in advanced design where you do mostly concept cars or like portfolio that's going to be the future portfolio for the brand. And yeah, I mean, I've worked, I've worked at Peugeot, Porsche, GM, and I'm currently a designer for, um, Audi, uh, in, here in California. So yeah, what I, I didn't mention is after I finished my school in France, uh, so I moved to Germany to intern at, at Porsche. And then, uh, I got an opportunity to go to Los Angeles to work for General Motors uh right out of school so that was that was a huge opportunity and it was a tough time uh because that was the first time i would leave the not the first time i would leave the country but first time i would i would really uh like leave across the ocean and and in a very different country and and and, and go somewhere else so um so yeah pretty pretty big um uh, step to take but yeah but at the end i'm pretty happy because you know like you, you get it's a different culture here it's a different uh yeah a different working atmosphere as well there's a lot of opportunities in los angeles uh, and the area for for car manufacturer, like uh, we see all the startups, like when I mean, we see Tesla, Lucid, like there's there's a lot of companies that are like emerging, uh, and that's going to shape the 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 car, the the vehicle, yeah, market of tomorrow. So so yeah, I feel like it's 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 a uh, it's a good place here to be to um for car design. Um, but yeah, and so currently I'm working for Audi. Um, I'm doing some like freelance mission here and there as well for other clients. Audi uh, still being my main uh, main client here. Um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much about it about me. Thank you so much, Sydney. So you have worked with some of the top automobile brands so far. So it's not easy to get there. What do you think are the top skills that help you to differentiate from other transportation designers out there? I think I think one of the the search skills. I mean, especially in advanced design, I would say like the criteria might be different if you if you're looking at like a production oriented uh, position it always depends on like when you what you're looking for but i would say for my job and and what i'm looking at on on people on when it comes to hire them is the probably the the cap the, the capacity of being creative like the, the creativeness of someone and see like if their work is sort of like something i've never seen before like something i'm like oh okay that's there's something very interesting in this work like um and i feel feel like to achieve that kind of like level of like uh, whether 
what you judge more about the, the the project you have to you have to pass the 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 boundary of like the skills and judging about like the tools or like what I always say is like you you always have to master master the tools and master the um, master your skills to be able to like show these put that put that aside you know if, if every time you do a project you worry about like your photoshop rendering or you worry about your sketch being not that great or whatever you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna make a put a lot of energy into making your project look good or like trying to like find a way to present it and not really the, the content itself so i feel like you always need to be free of that and say this um yeah you always want to like know your tool pretty well so you can really focus on what's important and the creative aspect of the project. And um, and I feel like, yeah, that, that comes to like being like curious about things and being able to like gather some things. I always feel like being creative is like putting things together in a way and showing it to uh, to people. And like, I mean, it's the way you, you put, it's like, it's like doing a recipe and putting ingredients and um, like, and I feel like a creative person knows how to take some ingredients that no one took before and put them together and create it and put and did something that sort of like that sort of work well together. And, and that's always tough because like you tell a lot of people, they're doing the same recipe all over again, all over all the time. And that's, that's not really creating things, you know, it's just like following the recipe of someone. So yeah, I feel like there's a big thing about being able to put things together that are not really usually together and like, and like and present it to a professional way. And I feel like that's one of the biggest things I feel like you want to achieve. I mean, as a, as a car designer. Yeah. I would say, yeah, this, this is one of the biggest, uh, biggest skills. I think you need like creativity, being able to, uh, master your skills, I would say, because you, you want to hire someone that really knows how to do things and not going to be limited by, by what he knows. Thank you so much, uh, Sydney. So where do you mm -hmm. usually find inspiration for your new design projects and how much does the culture around the place you grew did influence in making these designs? Yeah, that's a good question. I get asked pretty often, <laughs> actually, I do I find inspiration. Yeah. Th there's one thing I, I do and that always like helps me keeping like, uh, myself on, on, the on the, on the page. Um, I, I like to gather some images, like having always like, uh, I used to like go on, like I go to like Tumblr's and like Pinterest and, um, this kind of website and try to like find Pinterest. It's kind of tough right now. Cause I feel like it always shows the same images and it's kind of like, Oh, everybody has the same inspiration. So it's kind of like, I tend to like, not like it so much. It depends some, for something is good because the algorithm is pretty, pretty, pretty strong. And, uh, yeah, what I do usually, I gather some cool picture that I find is cool. It's, it can be nothing related. It's just like, if I find a picture on the Tumblr, I like, I'll put it in a folder in my computer and the computer background always runs on those, on those uh, images all the time. So it's not like, it's like having a slideshow of like cool stuff that's sort of like moving in front of you all the time. Like right now I'm looking at like a cool design hairdryer on the, on my background of computer and like some other super nice pair of shoes in the front. And they always, they always change like that. And it's always, it's stuff that are not design related, but they're all design related, but they can be like, sometimes it's like a landscape or like, so, so I always try to like get those images and, and it helps me like just having this constant, like old stuff, uh, and cool inspiration in my head. And when I, when it comes to one specific project, usually I, I feel like I usually know more or less where I'm going just because of that, I guess I always know like, okay, I know exactly what it's going to look like. And what I'm looking for at this point is, and that's why Pinterest is kind of cool because the algorithm is so nice that after clicking on three pictures, it kind of like already puts you where you want to be. Like uh, you click on one image and then you scroll down and you see another image that's sort of like a bit similar to what you want. You click on it. So I'm just saying for shape inspiration, you can, with pictures, you can pretty quickly get like a shape slash material visual that sort of like helps you guide on the, on the design process. And uh, that's what helps you to do after like a mood board, like when you get this, this kind of images. But yeah, I feel like 
for creativity is this is pretty big. I feel like it's, it really helps me like stay on the edge and, and then having this uh, constant creative stuff coming at me. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say this is one of the big things. I mean, I like watching like like show about natures and stuff like uh, or astronomy or like stuff that will like show that are pretty inspiring uh, in terms of visuals and in terms of like story as well. Um, I remember like there was some like cool show on Netflix about like the the earth. I don't remember the name of it, but I'm trying to remember the name of it, but I, I'll, I'll see if I can find it. But it, it is a pretty cool documentary. It was like incredible images quality. And that really like puts you in a mood and be like, whoa, you, and, um, there's, there's some, some stuff in there, but, uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much the, the, this kind of like folder images is pretty big to be able to gather yourself, like this kind of like aesthetic things you like, you know, it's like, it's basically putting in a folder all the things you like and be able to create yourself like a, yeah, exactly. So, so I think that's pretty big. Yeah. For inspiration. Thank you so much, Sydney. So we are living through pandemic now. So how much do you think this will influence the transport industry and what will be the new design considerations to automobiles now? Yeah, I mean, that's something I forgot to mention. But right, right now, like there's a lot of studio here in California that runs um, that runs from home, like uh, in uh, uh, including Audi. So it's, it's, it's very different. Uh, I would say it's a lot, it offers a lot more flexibility uh, instead of schedule maybe. And for creative, I feel like it's, it's cool in a way. This for and cons for everything, but I feel like it opens the, the idea of being able to work, um, and be a bit more like, let's say isolated, still have like access to people and you still be able to talk, but you have this capacity of like maybe being cut of like background noises and people around you maybe coming at you and talking. So it's, it's kind of interesting for like when you were in this kind of like flow of creativity to be able to, uh, to be, um, yeah, a bit more secluded. I feel like that's, that's the positive things about it. Um, I feel like the biggest change for the industry, I, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I would say like maybe, I mean, the confusion, confidentiality is still a problem when you talk about like car design because a lot of data a lot of uh, the designs are confidential so the very fact to like work from home and not have the compliancy that the company would have at home like it's kind of a it could be one of the like let's say i feel like the company might be a little more flexible towards that and uh hopefully you see like this position like staying a little bit i mean or at least i've always said like in the studio we should probably you should have like two days, two days a week, maybe we work from home. Cause sometimes you don't need as a designer, you want to be able to have the time to like do things by yourself and not have like to be around people. And, and you want to just pr produce something and, and show it after and share it and be able to get some insight from that. But I feel like that uh, hopefully it's going to influence a little bit the way we work and be able to like gather maybe for meetings or for important things and, and uh, be able to stay, stay home and be able to get this uh, um, creative moment maybe by ourselves. So um yeah hopefully it's going to change a little bit the i hope too it's going to change the, the industry a little bit thank you so much sydney so could you describe a typical day of yours at working at different these studios and any interesting stories that you want to point out to yeah i would say a typical day i mean uh, i would say that's that's what i tell the students as well it's like i usually like uh if they want they want to know usually what i do and like like how much do i use 3d how much do i use like sketch and everything i think in the i, I use a lot of blender which is like a like a free 3d program i feel it's, it's getting pretty big right now because like the rendering software like in, in this program and the, the modeling as well is pretty intuitive and it's it's a very good designer tool i would say because uh, it allows you to like put in in the 3d world like they, they remove the the rigid aspect of 3d i feel like it makes 3d pretty easy and um and you can get some pretty nice really quickly so i would say i probably use like 70 percent of the time blender and 30 percent of the time at sketch and rendering um uh, with photoshop so I've, and um 
So the reason as well why I use Blender is because uh, at Audi, we use a lot of like the studio here. We are only digital. So we don't use clay model like like a, like a radical design studio. So we rely a lot on VR, virtual reality to be able to judge models. So we, we build things in 3D and um, then put them in VR so we can like judge them in VR. That's that's one of the pretty big thing at at, uh, at Audi that we we incorporated uh, since we created the studio. So yeah, VR. So yeah, it's a typical day is uh, some sketching and some some three D modeling and and can gather gather on like everyone to like maybe judge on a um, judge on a VR model together and uh, be able to make decisions come like this and then come back to Blender and and sketching and refining models and 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 judging like that but yeah that's that's one of the pretty big thing yeah as far as it'll yeah I, rem I remember like um setting up like vr or even like trying vr uh when it when it when it started more or least like with the first htc vive uh i was pretty big in vr and trying to learn vr things and uh i remember before even like joining audi i was like trying and um i, I took the the seat out of my jeep to be able to put in put in the living room and be able to like, I was using like this, this uh, software like tilt, tilt brush where you can like draw around you. I remember like having these, the seats in the middle of the living room and like sitting on it and be, and start drawing around me, like some cool, like interior uh, architecture, you know, in the, in virtual reality around me. So um, that was, that was, that was a pretty cool. Uh, I remember like for first time in VR, I was like, wow, it was super impressive. And, and, um, and that was like a, a lot of fun as well. So, um, so yeah, no, I mean, now we're like a long way from from that, and like the technology is going to get better and better. But uh, yeah, VR, is, uh, I would say VR is a big thing of like the the process here uh, at Audi. Thank you so much, Sydney. So, in your opinion, which car or bike in the market today is best in terms of design and why? Like, it's personal opinion, though. <laughs> yeah, it's a tough question as well because I mean, best like it means uh, it's it's kind of tough to like judge on like just the best one. Like, it's I would say if I if I would just judge the design i guess and and what i think right now the, co the companies are doing the, the, the best in terms of like design i think for for exterior even for like global i feel like i feel like peugeot is doing pretty well uh, in terms of like what they what they incorporated in interior design the past few years um i think they, they, be, they came from a place and they are now in the position where they are like really yeah, the, the work the work they are they are doing in production uh in production in the models are pretty inspiring uh, and pretty fresh in terms of like the way they break up the volumes um the way they think about ergonomy um and and rethink a little bit of the way we're driving your car things like this i feel like they are they're pretty they, they, they did a big a big step forward on on the on the approach and um so congratulations on that and uh, i mean of course i need to mention as well tesla brands like Tesla really comes in and brings like something uh, really new on the table and, and disruptive. And um, those are the things I would like to see more from like car, car manufacturer being able to take this risk and show. Yeah, I mean, having just one HMI to control and like having really the, the strong vision, let's say, uh, and be able to apply it to like a production car. I think that's uh, uh, not even talking about the design per se, but the, just uh, the architecture of everything. That's a uh, pretty spectacular. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't even just come to the design at this point. It's also like the, the, the HMI and the way the way the, the old ecosystem works. Um, that's that's huge. And anyway, you said bike as well. Um, motorcycle is a little tricky, but if there's one brain in my heart, um, that would be uh, Oscarana, uh, with what they're doing the the 301, for example. Like the, I, I just feel like they, they came like 
motorcycles before that and like even now i feel like the, this the sports bike the typical sports bike is always to me i always thought the bike was so over designed and they always like they always have like a lot of lines and a lot of like because you want you want to make it aggressive and it's kind of like yes look mean and and yes to like have a lot of like transformer transformer like shape and things like that and i think that's the only one of the only brand that came in they're like uh we're not going to do that and they're like they, they really went with a very different design language and they really like made a product that are so different uh, from like everything that's on the market. I mean, you can, you can tell with, even with KTM is like so much different as well. They might share like a lot of uh, components, but they're like uh, the language and the, the, yeah, the, the design language is so much different. So yeah, Oscar Brana really, really, really out of this, this trend of like motorcycle, which I, I really appreciate when these kind of like, disruptive sort of um um brand so yeah i would say peugeot tesla and scaverna really three good brand and three good products thank you so much sydney so we'll conclude the show by you recommending three favorite books of yours and also people who inspire you the most in this space yeah i mean starting with the books i have um it's not necessarily design car design oriented books because uh, i like to read things or more let's say for, first i'm going to start with the the first one i have which, which is uh, that will never work from mark randolph which is the, the ceo of netflix and um this is basically the the story of the of the the this, the co-founder who from the beginning like created netflix which was uh sending dvds uh in an envelope and shipping them to like people like so they can watch it and send it back and 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 it was just like awesome, like just looking at those these people that were like looking for ideas and looking for new things they could do. And and right now, seeing the position the company is into and where they came from. And and the book is basically like all these people that at the beginning tell them like, oh, that would never work. Like that's an idea that's, that won't work. And it's pretty inspiring to to read this story. There's a, I mean, there's a lot of aspect to it. Like first, like creativity or to bring an idea to a, or to bring an idea to like something like that works that tangible to to like negotiations to to be able to like race funds or like all the, the insiders information uh, on netflix so it it was, it was pretty it's a pretty interesting book um i recommend it um the second one is uh outliers um from uh malcolm gladwell uh which is pretty cool as well on the same kind of subjects as well um but um yeah it, it basically shows a little bit like uh those people that really stands out and why this stands out so in the, the other like a lot of stories of uh, through it, so it's it's a pretty good book as well. And the last one I don't have with me, it's called uh, "Eat That Frog" from uh, Brian Tracy. And the, what I like about this book is it teaches a lot of like the way, um, like how to make yourself uh, better as far as like productivity and like working better. Because I mean, I always had this problem as well, where like it's kind of tough to like sometimes motivate yourself to do things or like to be organized, to be able to like for, for a project or whatever. And, and that really teaches you how to like manage your time, manage your like expectation, um, set up some goals in the right place. And so it's, it's a pretty good book as well. I, I highly recommend that one as well. Yeah. That's, that's about it for the books. I'd, I'd say like, now it's a tough question. Like, uh, who who is the most inspiring for me of like uh artists it's it's i have a, i have a bunch and um um so it's kind of tough to make a to make a selection on that but uh, i've always like artists that are, that are pretty diverse in what they do because i feel like that's that's who i am as well i'm not like pretty specialized um like i like the work like from uh, oraito 
which is a like a, a franchise I know as well that does furniture. I always liked as well. I follow like uh, Ash Thorpe a lot and like seeing his work. Like it's he always does like sim- cinematic work. Uh, I recommend you check his Instagram and he has a pretty cool podcast as well. Ash Thorpe is good. Yeah, I mean, I, I get a I get a ton of inspiration. It's gonna be tough to like make a list, but um, but yeah, those two already are like a one of like one of the strong people I'm I'm, I'm inspired by. So so yeah, that's that's about it for me. Thank you so much, Sydney, for your wonderful time. We are looking forward to host you again in our upcoming episodes. Thank you very much. Thanks for your time. 